when TPT Forward 2024 was announced and they said that there would not be a virtual version of the conference for this year. I know there were many teacher sellers that were bummed out because they may not be able to make it to San Diego for one reason or another. But I think this is a blessing in disguise because there is a completely virtual conference that did so fantastic last year. It was easily one of my favorite conferences, and that is the Teachers Sellers Summit. The great thing about this is that it also takes place in the summer. This is from June 27th through the 30th, and if of course, it's all online. You have not only pre-recorded sessions, but you also get live events. So what I wanted to share with you about right now is information about this Teacher Seller Summit and how you can level up your business from the comfort of your own home. There are sessions about perfecting your product listings, creating print-on-demand workbooks, opening up your own shop, and diversifying your income streams. But not only that, you can also connect with successful teacherpreneurs and industry experts to take your TPT or teacher business to the next level. Here's what's in store. You have in-depth sessions about mastering key business skills both on and off TPT with insights from experienced speakers, a variety of networking opportunities where you can connect with business owners worldwide, swap ideas and learn from each other's successes, practical tips and strategies with actionable techniques to succeed whether you're just starting out or you're aiming higher. And additionally, there are live Q&A panels, a private podcast for on-the-go learning, and so much more. I'm presenting at this conference, and my session is about three keys to a successful TPT store brand. So you may be wondering, what does this cost? What's the investment on this? And there are early bird tickets available through April 30th for $99. And you can save nearly 25% by just purchasing in the month of April. But if you're listening to this and it is past April, but not yet June, so May and June, you're listening to this, you can still purchase tickets to this conference for $129. You will get a 90-day pass to all 40 sessions, live Q&A panel discussions, virtual hangouts, co-working spaces, private podcast. If this sounds like something you're really interested in, you can check out my affiliate link in the description where you're listening to this episode. I hope I can see you there. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Creative Teacher Podcast. You might notice my voice is a little bit scratchy today. Um, I am batch recording these episodes for the month, and of course, I had been sick the last couple of weeks and just getting my voice back, so it may sound a little bit scratchy, um, but we're going to roll with the punches because I still have some great content that I want to share with you, and I am just really glad that my voice is back to where it is. It was much worse earlier this week. This episode is a fun one. I am going to tell you about a few of my favorite brands outside of the TPT world and give you some reasons why I love these brands and what we can learn from them. 
to implement in our own TPT businesses. So let's just take a dive into some of my favorites. You're listening to the Creative Teacher Podcast, a show for busy teachers looking for ways to engage, inspire, and make an impact in their teacher businesses. I'm Kirsten, a teacher business owner who is all about simple and actionable tips, strategies, and resources that result in wins, big or small. If you're looking for that extra spark of creativity, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in together. All right, so here's how this episode is going to work. I'm going to share with you four different brands, and I'm going to share with you how I found these brands, why I like them so much, and maybe a couple little stories thrown in, and I will tell you about a lesson about what we can learn from these brands based on my own experience as an audience member or a target audience for them. All right. The first one you may not have heard of or you may have heard of. If you like true crime, I definitely recommend this one. Her name is Bailey Sarian. And I am so sorry if she is somehow listening and I mispronounce her name, but it's um, Bailey Sarian. She does something called murder, mystery, and makeup. But let me backtrack and kind of tell you who she is. So she's basically a professional makeup artist and... She also talks about true crime as she's doing her makeup. I came across her, one of her videos on Facebook. I was just scrolling and it was like, I don't even remember what story it was. But basically what she does is she like puts on her makeup and, um, you know, she tells you, she doesn't tell you about the product. She has it listed in the descriptions usually, but she goes into the stories that she, you know, the true crime stories. I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of cool. She's like, you know, giving me some makeup tidbits. And like, as she's like putting on her makeup and showing you like different ways to put on makeup. And she's also going into murder stories. So of course, me being a true crime junkie, I've always been this way since childhood, believe it or not. Um, (laughs) That's just kind of like how I roll. I really liked it. And I, of course, you know, Facebook algorithm, they kept showing more of these videos. So anytime I like scrolled and I saw her video, it was usually a short clip. Then I would watch it. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Then I started following her and saw that she had full videos, full episodes on YouTube. And additionally, she has a podcast. It's all about like the dark history of America and all of that kind of stuff. Goes into some conspiracies that, you know, may or may not be known, but it's always really interesting to hear other people's perspectives on different stories. So even though I've heard many of these stories, some I have not heard of, which was pretty interesting. That's kind of what drew me in is like, she's like kind of showing out like her makeup, she's putting on makeup and then she's going into talking about these true crime stories. But what drew me also in was how she explained the stories. Um, She's just kind of quirky, fun, just how she explains it. It's just really fun. She's very personable and relatable and all of that kind of stuff. But it's kind of cool watching her transform her face and she'll do different things. Sometimes it's themed she'll do Christmas themed holiday themed um so it's just really 
<laughs> really entertaining, but also interesting to hear the stories. So here is the lesson I have. I, I'm going somewhere with this. The lesson that I have for Bailey Sarian, her brand, is you do not need to try to reach everyone. Niche down. Think about who her target audience is. It's uh, probably somebody who is really interested in, you know, makeup or just different, you know, makeup looks and all of that kind of stuff, but also happens to be interested in hearing true crime stories. That's her target audience. And plus she's entertaining. She's relatable. She's funny. So this is a really great way to show that you do not need to try to, you know, if, if you're telling a true crime story, be yourself. Attract who you want to attract. If you're really good at makeup and you're really good at telling true crime stories, why not marry the two and attract? You're going to find people who are interested in it. So this is just kind of one really great example of how it's okay to niche down because you're going to get your exact people coming to you, whether they find you on a Facebook feed or going onto YouTube or anything like, or listening to a podcast as a recommendation. I'll make sure to link my favorite brands so that if you're interested, if you hear this and you're like, oh, this sounds pretty interesting, then I will make sure to link those in the show notes so that you can also check out these brands. The second brand that I really enjoy is someone called Mommy Labor Nurse. She is an actual nurse and she shares content on social media, specifically Instagram is where I first found her, but she also sells courses on um, natural birth, you know, C-sections, epidurals, like she does a whole gauntlet of courses for soon-to-be moms, dealing with postnatal care, all of that kind of stuff. And I, um, this was one of the first courses online that I've ever bought. And I was wanting to try no meds. And so I took one of her courses and, you know, learned the information and I was able to go med-free, which was a story for another time. But I came across her platform, her brand, on Instagram. I found that the a lot of the information that she has was super informative. There are some topics that I had no idea about, like different tips on going through labor, postnatal care, prenatal care, just pretty much anything a uh, future mom or a mom to be or you know, anybody who's gone through having a kid would want to know. And the best part is like how she talks about it is always really fun. Something that's really memorable. I remember her doing this very recently is, you know, I don't know if you know, but sometimes they always compare, you know, you're 20 weeks and you are the size of a grapefruit or how, you know, this is completely inaccurate. But what she did was that was really cool is she took actual comparisons like fruits or veggies and put it on a plate and she took a reel. She did a reel of each week. So it went from like a sunflower seed to a blueberry and then it progresses for each week. And I thought that was pretty cool seeing the real life, you know, comparisons with how big the baby is each week with the fruit or veggie. So that's just an example of what she does. She also does really funny reels of like what happens in the birthing room, some funny things that dads might say, some like, you know, random stuff that is just really fun and makes it a little less daunting if you're a first time mom. 
Something that you could learn from mommy labor nurse is that brands can be informative and teach something about their audience. And you can do this in your own special way. You can do this through reels. You can do this through infographics. If you want most of your content on Instagram to be mostly informative, you can totally do that. Many people might just really enjoy or like learning information about a certain topic. Um, Maybe it's like you know, social studies or, you know, literacy strategies for sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, counseling, SEL. There's so many different ways you can be informative on your platform. You don't always have to do some type of, you know, fun little reel about what it is. If you're not comfortable with reels, you can always make it informative. So definitely don't stray from doing that as as a brand if that's what you want to be known for. The third brand that I really enjoy is Baby Frida, Mom Frida. These are basically your baby essentials. They've got nail clippers, thermometers, the snot sucker, which is one of my favorite things. It's basically, you know, basically you are sucking. It's like a little nozzle and you suck snot out of your, you know, kid's nose And it works so well. It sounds gross, but it works really well. Look up the snot sucker if you need something to get those little boogers out. The the reason why I'm drawn to this brand in particular is actually part of what drew me in at first was the clean packaging. Like, it's just kind of cute. It's like a very minimalist packaging. And there's like a little picture of a baby um, and the mom, you know, it's showing different parts. There's one like the gas, you know, helps them um, pass gas. And it's like a little baby with a diaper. It's just really cute packaging. But also if you look on the box, the wording is really catchy. They have a lot of fun catchphrases and puns and play on words in their packaging. I took like a little look at their website. And on the very front page at the time of this recording, it says, Fussbusters, we've got you covered from whatever baby throws your way. But not only that, I also bought the Mom Freda for my second one for postpartum care. They have this whole kit for moms, everything you need to take care of yourself after the baby's born that first couple of weeks. It was amazing. And I loved, of course, the packaging is super, super fun. Some of their some of their wording is tongue in cheek, but that's kind of my thing. I, I, I like tongue in cheek. I like you know, I like I like fun brands like that. So that's why I'm always drawn to them. Check out the website if and you'll get an idea of what I'm talking about. All right. So here's a lesson to learn from Baby Frida and Mom Frida. Brands with a unique voice and style stand out. I could not tell you off the top of my head other brands that do what they do. They're, it's a specific niche, not only that, but they've also, they have a specific voice that gives you some feeling of like, okay, they understand this baby life. They understand this mom life of everything that happens. Like, I'm not trying to be all prissy about it. I'm not trying to be, you know, like I'm, I'm a real mom. Like this is real life. I need something that can help me get the job done and is, effective. And that's exactly what they do. They know how to be super relatable to, you know, moms of today. And I think they are a 
perfect example of how they have a unique voice to attract a certain group of people that need their support. So definitely bring out your own unique voice in your brand. And whether that is through how you communicate to your followers on Facebook, how you communicate in your emails, the wording you use, adding some fun gifts that are relatable, related to what you sell, then that's a really great way to stand out. All right. The last brand I'm going to mention is Apple. I've always been a fan of Apple. One of my first experiences with Apple. This was actually, thinking back, this was pretty cool. In my um, the middle school I went to for intermediate and middle school, so sixth through eighth grade, the whole entire district was had Apple products. These were Mac computers that had that fun color backing. One of my first experiences with MacBooks and Mac computers and products would, would be that. What was specifically really cool is that I took a technology class in seventh grade and they had brand new iMacs, like huge flat screen TVs. And I thought it was the coolest thing. We got to do some different projects on it. This was my first real experience, really, really getting to play around with different apps on Mac. Um, Since at home, we had mostly had... Windows software and all of that kind of stuff. And of course, fast forward to the age of the iPhone. I um, remember when I got my first iPhone, it was iPhone 3, and it was amazing. I had gone with Blackberries before that, and of course, I could not go back after having my first iPhone. And I love Apple in general because of the brand in itself. I love their products. It's beautiful, functional, minimalist, super stylish. It fe- the feeling that you get just opening up the new, you know, a brand new Apple product is an experience of itself. So the lesson I have for Apple, what you can learn from them, is that brands can evoke a feeling or emotion. It can be if your brand is mostly focusing on important issues in the teaching world, in the education space for today, it could possibly evoke different feelings about how teachers are dealing through a pandemic. It could have feelings of anger. It can evoke different feelings just depending on the topic. But if you also are trying to, you know, be a sense of comic relief in your brand, making it more funny, giving them more of a space to feel relief after a really long day or a hard day and just being able to feel relaxed and feel like there's humor in even the most serious of things. There's just so many different ways you can go with it. But in general, something that's important in a brand is that brands can evoke some type of feeling. It could be a positive feeling. It could be a safe feeling. It could be a, you know, getting people riled up to take action feeling. So that is just a really great example of how you can do that. All right. So I'm going to recap the lessons the four different lessons that we should really think about, and this will be your creative action tip. Think about your brand right now. 
how are you utilizing these four lessons in your brand right now? Is there a way you can improve that? So that's your creative action tip. I'm going to go over the lessons again. Lesson one, you do not need to try to reach everyone. Niche down. Lesson two, brands can be informative and teach something to their audience. Lesson three, brands with a unique voice and style will stand out. And lesson four, brands can evoke a feeling or emotion. Which one of those do you see in your brand right now? If you're not seeing one of them, but you want to make it more of a focus, think about different ways. Think of three ways you can make that happen. With that being said, I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. I will talk to you all again soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Creative Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, feel free to subscribe and leave a review. I'd love to hear your feedback. You can also find me on Instagram at the Southern Teach. I cannot wait for you to join me in the next episode for more tips and inspiration. Have an amazing day. Are you looking for a way to grow your business without working too much harder than you already are? Do you want to optimize your limited time and see a real impact on your business efforts? Well, I've got great news for you because your data playbook can help you achieve all of these goals and then some. As a teacher, you know that the education market is super competitive, and in order to succeed, you would have to stand out from the crowd and deliver results that really matter to your customers. But without the right tools, it can be kind of hard to know if what you're doing is truly paying off. And that's where your data playbook comes in. The membership is designed to help teacher sellers like you leverage the power of data-driven strategies. You can unlock valuable insights about your customers, your products, and your sales performance. This membership is packed with access to analytics tools and resources, personalized coaching sessions, and a community of like-minded teacher sellers who are also eager to share their insights and experiences. I totally believe that your data playbook can help you take your teacher seller business to the next level, but don't take my word for it. Check out the website to see what other teacher sellers are saying. I'd appreciate it so much if this is something you're considering to check out my affiliate link in the description. There are different membership tiers. So if this is something you're considering, you should definitely check it out. It's your data playbook and I hope you can join.